Henry Harder, the Renewal Singers, and I, It Peters, welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to Romans chapter 1, moving on to verses 19 and 20. Here in these verses, Paul states that no one, not even one who has not heard of the Bible or of Christ, has an excuse for not honoring God, because the whole created world reveals him. Paul began this section with verse 18, where he speaks of the wrath of God against mankind. Here, once again, is what he wrote in verse 18. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Now Paul continues to expand on this thought here in verses 19 and 20, and he writes as follows. For the truth about God is known to them instinctively. God has put this knowledge in their hearts. Since earliest times, men have seen the earth and sky and all God made and have known of his existence and great eternal power. So they will have no excuse when they stand before God on Judgment Day. Learning to live like a child of the King Learning to lose just to find everything Accepting His wealth though I had nothing to bring Learning to live free and happy Learning to bathe in the warmth of His love Spirit-filled calmness in a world I'm not
Paul makes it clear that this universe in which you and I live reveals the existence of God. This has been clearly seen from the time the world was created. God has put within man an instinctive knowledge of himself, so that men are without excuse. This section reveals the historical basis of man's sin. It did not come about through ignorance, but by willful rebellion in the presence of clear light. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. I mentioned the wrath of God in the last two programs, not a very popular or appealing subject. Paul brings it up in Romans 1.18. Here is what he writes. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood, from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. So God is angry regarding godlessness and wickedness, especially that wickedness that suppresses the truth of God. I spoke about that on the last program. But how can God be angry with me if I never heard of the God of the Bible or of Jesus Christ? Is God fair when people who never heard the gospel go to an eternity dimension without Christ. This has been a problem ever since the gospel was first given. It's no less a problem now than then. What about those who never heard? Paul gives the answer in verse 19 and 20. While there is a certain innate knowledge of God within man that is internal, God has also given man some knowledge of himself outside of man. All men should know certain truths about God by observing the created order of the universe. Such knowledge is real and it is plain. Man can obtain enough knowledge from observing the world so that he can identify created things with a creator. This should effectively keep man from idolatry. Obviously, not everything about God can be seen in the created order but his eternal power and his divine nature can. Paul says so here. Perhaps his love, mercy, and grace can't. But man looks at the created order and misses seeing God entirely. Why? Because man suppresses any truth about God. It's his sinful nature to resist it. Seeing the creation should cause man to think. Perception should lead to reflection. Man, looking at the created order, should conclude something about God. God's creative work reflects him, even though he is spirit. Looking at creation ought to cause man to think about and reflect on God. What should man conclude about God? What is the minimum, at least, that man ought to learn about God from observing creation? Well, number one, as I've already mentioned, man ought to conclude that God is the creator. Man ought to see that God is God. We ought to identify created things with a creator. This alone would militate against idolatry. 
No one would worship created things if we saw what we should see in the created order. If man had always concluded from creation what he should conclude about God, there would never have been idolatry. Man can gather enough knowledge from creation to conclude that idolatry isn't right. Why then did the pagans worship idols? Because they suppressed the truth of God that they should have gathered from creation. Man ought to see, number two, that man himself is a creation. He is a creature. Man ought to at least recognize his creatureliness. He ought to see that he isn't the independent center of this planet and life upon it, that he isn't top on the totem pole. Man ought to conclude, number three, that the creator, the originator, God, stands above the creation, infinitely above the creature. It should be obvious, then, that man should not worship himself. Compared to the God of creation, man is quite small, at least after sin did its number on him. Man should not worship himself. Creation tells us that if we'll listen to creation. Evidently, man hasn't and isn't listening. In all kinds of ways, man is worshiping man. Why hasn't man seen this? Because by nature he suppresses the truth. Is he still stifling the truth? The answer is obviously yes from observation, but it is also yes from the Bible. The verbs Paul uses here in verse 20 are in the present tense. The two verbs are clearly seen and being understood. This means that their action is continuous. It is still going on. Man can still today look at the created order and clearly see and understand these things about God. We shouldn't miss God in creation, but the tragedy is that man does, and this angers God. The wrath of God was not based on those pagans rejecting Jesus of whom they had not heard. It was based on the fact that they were stifling the truth they had, truth they could see, they suppressed it, they held it down. That's what angered God. His greatest evidence of himself came when he himself stepped onto our planet in Jesus Christ. Man suppressed him, too, finally killing him, as they had done to the prophets before him and as they did to the apostles after him. Man, you and I, needs a Savior from God. Nothing less than that will do.
him And I can leave him Snow is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.